So when I was on my way here, I was trying to pump myself up and I was listening to the goddamn hot jam. Oh, God, that sounds like so much more fun than what I was doing. Oh, it was a lot of fun. And I don't remember what song it was, but it was something by Good Charlotte, and I was fucking rocking out, and I had my windows down, and I was dancing, and (laughs) I had my mic, and then I looked over, and there were two guys in the car next to me. I don't, they were probably children. I don't know. (laughs) They were probably high school kids. Uh And so I immediately just went to my sunglasses, and I did the, like, behind, put your hand behind your ear. (laughs) Like you made them bounce on your face. Yes. <laughs> and I wiggled them and made them like on my, on my face. And then I started fucking dying laughing because we're driving. And yeah. then uh, they pulled up next to me again and then they blew me a kiss. And oh, no. then we hit a red light together and I just fucking <laughs> dead eyed forward, not moving. Just like, acting like you weren't that fun person back there. Yep. Like, nope, I'm, I'm a mother. <laughs> I have responsibilities. <laughs> yeah. You would never understand. Mm-hmm. Don't was, blow me your kisses. Mm-hmm. It was very awkward. And I just did not look over into the face of doom until after the red light went. And I just fucking took off. Like, I got a turbo, bitches. Bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you get murdered. Mm-hmm. But it did pump me up. Girl, I <laughs> yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. I should have listened to that shit. Mm-hmm. Actually, I did listen to it earlier today when I went to go pick up the kids from daycare. Oh, yeah? And it was... Pumping me up. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, I can't remember what song it was. I think it was uh, the Sugar We're Going Down Swinging. Mm, Whatever song that is. Fall Out Boy. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My brain does not work again. So <laughs> this will be a great episode. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is episode 98. 98. We're so close. So close. To 100. <sighs> we have to figure out what we're doing. I have some ideas. I'll okay. throw them out at the end. Okay. All right. All right. Well, hang <laughs> teasers. Stick around for the end, guys. Yeah. Apparently, she's got big plans. I mean, I have uh, actually meant to talk to you about this off air beforehand. Erin's <laughs> so. like, I've already planned it. I planned a surprise party for all of our listeners. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm excited to hear about I it. I wish COVID wasn't a thing. I know. Yeah. Well, you know. I Okay. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Are you amping it up bigger than it is? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't mean to be. I'm just trying to get out of this now. <laughs> okay. 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 All right, Aaron. Give me your goddamn. Well, I fucking had a moment today. Ooh. A moment. Yeah. Where I was um, entangled in my long ass fucking hair and I was over <laughs> it. And my baby fucking grabs it all the time with her wet hands because she sticks her hands in her mouth and Ugh. then like grabs my Ugh. hair and it gets wrapped around her fingers and it pulls and it's long as shit right now uh-huh. and so I was like I'm fucking over it and I had to go to work and it was hot and then I wrapped it all up in a fucking bun and then as soon as I got home literally like five minutes before I came to your house uh-huh. I gave myself a COVID haircut did you? Yeah. I didn't even notice <laughs> I got off like five inches it's still so long I know I know I got off like five inches though and Jesus. It's, it feels so fucking good like you could still wrap your hair under your armpit oh yeah like yeah. it's so long yeah, I can how long was it it was long as shit. It went, like, to my belly button almost. Really? Yeah. Okay, listen. I don't remember the last time I saw you with your hair down because every time it's, like, messy mom buns. Yeah. Because it ponytails. sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so my mind's in a messy mom bun. Yeah. Ooh, will you COVID cut my hair? Hell yeah, I will. Okay, thank you. Um, also, mm-hmm. I convinced one of our friends that does hair to mm-hmm. give me a fucking COVID haircut because I was like, I will pay you all the money in the world. Yes. I need this off of my life. And yes, she was please. like, yes, I am. Absolutely will. And I was like, cool, when? And she told me, and then I was like, cool. And she's like, by the way, my coworker just got diagnosed with COVID. And I was like, motherfucker, are you serious? (laughs) And she's like, a haircut. Yeah, she's like, just telling you. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to be that person that's like risking my life and my family's life for a fucking haircut. (laughs) Right. So I was like, I'll wait. But also now, Sarah, if you're listening, you know that you have some fucking work to do. I butchered (laughs) this shit. It looks fine. Uh, Yeah, you're behind a plastic sheet. That's true. True, but I do have my glasses on. <laughs> That's true. But I walked downstairs and I, I looked at Brandon and I go, I gave myself a COVID haircut. And he just started laughing and goes, you fucked yourself up. <laughs> what? 
different. <laughs> I was like, it's not that bad, is it? And oh, he's no. like, it's all different lengths. And I was like, yeah, well. <laughs> you inspired me, though, because I've been wanting to chop mine off, too. I figured... I have an agreement to get my hair cut sometime, like, in the yeah. next two weeks You'll or so. You'll be fine. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just do it now. Fuck myself up. But I'll live all right. And then I want her to cut my hair, like, short as shit. Yes. So get rid of it. Yeah. I want it all gone. I'm uh-huh. fucking buzz it. I don't care. Not really. Maybe not that much. <laughs> Go but. for the Karen. <laughs> I am. I'm like, I think it's time. Yeah. I think it's I time think so to get the Karen haircut. I agree. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was looking for pictures. It's I've always hated myself with short hair so i'm sure i'm gonna hate it but it's covid no one's gonna fucking see oh, it you'll be fine yeah it's gonna be fine it'll be cute so thanks sarah for your future service <laughs> she's the best <laughs> can i just say i have talked her into cutting my hair slash bleaching it slash doing something at least twice two occasions where we have had a commitment that mm-hmm. she would come and do something to my hair mm-hmm. and on both occasions on both occasions we both just kind of like don't say anything because like I'm assuming the day we planned we're both like I'm fucking tired I'm not <laughs> like, doing this shit I just want to hang out and so we've never done it oh well maybe um you know maybe we can talk to her and I can slip you in thanks <laughs> maybe she can book me pencil me in yeah pencil you in I was like I will come to your house I will do again, anything I will pay you things and I'm not quitting on this I want my hair gone yeah so bad I was definitely gonna go get my hair did uh during the short window that I didn't realize was a short window yeah. <laughs> and then I kept putting it off and now everything's closed again and I'm like all right well listen yep this is just me this is just life. Yeah, yeah. No, it felt bad. And then every morning when I would go to wash it, which I know you're not supposed to wash your hair every morning, but I fucking do. So, mm. so there's that. Suck it, world. Yeah. Everybody uh. else. Uh. But it was like a goddamn chore. Because I'm like, now I have to oh, condition God. this shit. And With it takes hair? like fucking 10 pumps of conditioner <laughs> and even some extras sometimes. Because I'm like, I don't, I can't get my fingers through this shit. <laughs> you have so much hair. It's too much. I don't even know where it comes from. <sighs> My head. Out of your boobs. Mostly. (laughs) My head. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, man. Yeah, so um, I'm living the dream over here. My head feels lighter. I think it looks great. Thanks. I appreciate and you. And I can't wait to see you with the Karen. Mm, me either. It's going to be so nice. <laughs> it is. So liberating. Yeah, I'll do it. And then we'll twitch and everyone will be like, oh, no. <laughs> now we can tell them apart. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stacey, give me your goddamn. Okay, well, speaking of COVID. Mm-hmm. Did you know that you can now go get antibody testing done in San Diego? Yes, Brandon got it. Oh, he did? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how long this has been going on for. I just recently learned about it, oh. like, being opened to the public. Did mm-hmm. he just go up and he was like, yeah, I want that? Uh, he had to sign up online and then they were like, yeah, pay some money. And he was like, all right. And they're like, come in whenevs. And then he did. Ooh. And, and then he's negatory good buddy. Ooh. Okay, so... That's why I didn't get tested. So I was like, I'll get tested through you. It's like an STD test. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you exactly. Clean? Cool. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, me I got the too. Bumps. Then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I just recently found out about this, and that insurance will pay for it, so it's free. Oh, there you go. So, motherfucker got. A COVID test. You did. You did it. I did it. I did it. Okay, and I got my results today. And and they are so upsetting. Oh, are you negative? Okay, here's the thing. Uh-huh. I would be happy if I were negative. Yeah. I'd be happy if I were positive. Uh-huh. Because at least I know something, right? Oh, no. Is it inconclusive? Motherfucker's inconclusive. <laughs> what? Okay, wait. I'm exaggerating a little bit because at the top in big letters, it says negative. Mm-hmm. But let me read you this shit. Okay. Because on all of the little markers for like, they test if you're like recently infected and if you've been infected long term, right? Mm-hmm. So on all the recently infected, it's like... Possibly. Like, you have markers that are for regular coronavirus and also that match COVID-19. Oh. And then for, like, the you've had this shit for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, whatever, I think they call it, like, IgG or something like that, I have, like, one of the markers. But it's, like, it could be COVID or, or I guess, it, whatever, fucking all the coronaviruses. It could mm-hmm. be any of the coronaviruses. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, sick. Here is the fucking verbiage that confused the hell out of me. All right, I'm ready. Okay, it says that the serology panel detected antibodies to SARS-CoV-2, or COVID-19, and at least one of the benign coronaviruses. Mm-hmm. However, the detective antibodies do not match the pattern seen in patients with confirmed COVID-19 disease. So it's like y- you have antibodies for COVID-19? But they, they don't match the same kind of test results that somebody who has a positive coronavirus infection has. So I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. 
And so there's a little section. It says, what's this mean? <laughs> and then, oh, perfect. That was my question. There's a big arrow and it has the word you. <laughs> and then under fucking COVID SARS 2, the IgM is the one that they consider like short term antibodies or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's positive. And then under the same one for long term, it says positive. And then whatever the fuck BCV is, it says positive. And then again, it says you have reactivity to a benign coronavirus and SARS-CoV-2 or COV-2, whatever the fuck it is. Coronavirus 19. (laughs) (laughs) But your pattern of reactivity does not look similar to patients with confirmed COVID-19 infection. You have an immune response to a coronavirus, but the serology panel cannot determine if it's COVID-19 or one of the benign coronaviruses. Okay. What the fuck? So you're positive for everything, and they're like, nah. (laughs) What the fuck is that? And then there's, like, all these, you know, because it's, like, new testing, right? So they're like, eh, we're 99% accurate or whatever. And then there's all these little things that say basically that result, even though it says negative, it's inconclusive. Mm. It's a bad test. That's dumb. Are you fucking serious? You're like, why did I get fucking swabbed for this shit? (laughs) They... Pull a fucking vial of your blood. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, But I sent this off to a doctor who's in the family. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what does this mean? And he was like, "Uh, long story short, the test sucks. (laughs) And they can't say that you have a positive infection. So they're going to tell you that you have a negative infection or that you've like they can't say that. Yes, you've positively been identified as having coronavirus because the test is like it's got to be like 100 percent. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I was so amped to find out, like, either yes or no. Yeah, yeah. And then it was like this, may, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> and then it's all for the markers of, like, the short term, like, you've recently been infected. And I'm like, mm-hmm. do I have coronavirus? And on there, it's like, I mean, if you start to feel sick, you should go see a doctor and maybe get retested again. Like, pay attention if you feel sick. And I'm like, I, I might have coronavirus right now. So it's telling me I have coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> you might be infected with coronavirus. God damn it. <laughs> I haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> Anyway, so, I mean, if you want to get tested, world, it's out there if you live in fucking Texas or San Diego. <laughs> but, nice. Uh, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, it's fucking negative, apparently. Uh, Brandon did it mm, a couple weeks ago now. Maybe it was like a month ago. But someone else was like kind of a naysayer. And he's like, those tests are like 50% accurate. So even if you get a positive, there's a fucking 50-50 chance that it's actually a negative. And really? I'm like, That's yeah. crazy. But I don't know if he knew what he was talking about because okay. I was like, oh, I mean, I don't think they would put it out if that was the case. But mm. <laughs> yeah, I know that there was a bunch in the very beginning. There's a bunch that came out and they were like, you know, I don't think any insurance covered it. And they were like, if you want to get tested, sure, it's like 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. But then I saw all over uh, like uh, the fucking late time shows that I get all my information from because I don't actually watch the news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were like, well, they could be wrong. They could be right. Whatever. You don't really know. None of them have been FDA approved or some shit like that. Well, this one I just took is the same thing. Like, it hasn't been approved to, like, I don't think anything really no, has, though, because they don't have any fucking science behind this shit. I think that's the purpose of this. Like, this is the pilot to be like, can we use this so that you can determine if people mm-hmm. are good to come back to work? Hmm. Interesting, huh? Yeah. Well, fucking confusing as hell because it's like, oh, you're negative, and then everything has a plus on it. Yeah. And I'm like, you're uh, positive in every category, but we're going to call it negative. What the fuck? <laughs> and then I have a coworker who did the test, too, and she tested positive. Her grandma actually had it. Oh, shit. And she had visited her grandma right before her grandma got, got <gasps> sick, but she never got sick. But mm-hmm. hers says positive, but then all of hers are, like, different. Like, we, like we were comparing. Yeah. Oh. But hers... I guess they must know a fucking pattern that's like, yeah, people who have had coronavirus, this is how it looks. Mm-hmm. Versus mine, I guess, doesn't match it. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> it's like offended. a teacher's key that they hold up, you know, yeah. for the test. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, line it up and doesn't match exactly. <laughs> I don't know, but I was like, oh, I'm negative. Oh, okay. And then I started reading and I'm like, okay, but wait. But am I though? But like I might have it. <laughs> but do I have it now? Is it the, is this a coronavirus test? <laughs> I was so fucking confused. Oh my god. That's but great. I think it means that like likely I have not had it, but they can't just like 100% without a doubt say that because yeah, they don't. there's like some similarities. Yeah. Mm. That sucks. But I want to see Brandon's test. Um, Did we go to the same company? I don't know. I'll have him call or my I'll people. Look for his. Yeah, I'll have him call your people. Kay. I'll look for his screenshot. I think he sent me a screenshot of it to be like, Meh. Bitch, I'm not positive. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'm negative. <laughs> there were so many, like, double negatives in this thing, too. It was like, because they're not going to not tell you that you're not 
negative and i'm like i can't i just don't even know what that <laughs> what? means anymore do i did you, i have it no maybe we you don't, know. don't have it now in the past when you didn't have it before with <laughs> yeah. the previous times yeah. that you might have had it <laughs> you're like what so i think the worst part of this whole thing is for like a solid hour of my life today i was like i, I think i'm infected <laughs> and this is just an early warning sign <laughs> That what? I have coronavirus. Not gonna cancel recording though. Oh my god! Good thing I have this fucking plastic sheet up. No, Lee <laughs> talked me out of it, and he was like, "Also, when you were in the hospital, it was like seven months ago now. So if your antibodies don't last that long, they wouldn't be there." And I was like, "I'm not gonna explain any of this shit away. I just want somebody to be like yes or no." <laughs> and then it was a maybe. So there's that. Well, you know, take what you can get. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, either way, I'll still be fucking careful. But I was so excited to find out. Like, yeah, that ha-ha. sucks. How anticlimactic. Right? And how confusing. Yeah. That's dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good thing I didn't pay for it. Right? <laughs> oh, Brandon paid like 10 bucks. Oh, well, I'd be happy because that's like a negative or whatever. You know, yeah, like yeah. you got an answer. Yeah. I guess I got an answer. Well, so that's you didn't negative. read too far into it, I don't think. Hmm. So the main headline was negative. He's like, I'm done here. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, man, tested negative for SARS COVID. <laughs> oh, God. All right, lady. All right, let's talk about it. All right. Oh, it's your week. I don't have to tell a story. No, you don't. It's, it's just me. <laughs> just me. I am going to take it fucking way back. Ooh, bring it back. To the way back. Okay. To the long, long ago. Yes. Right? I'm ready. To uh, 1920s. All right. Mm-hmm. Same here. I'm going to tell y'all about Walter Collins. Mm, Yes, Mr. Collins. Yes, Mr. Collins. This takes place in and around L.A., Los Angeles, California. Okay. Okay? Not Louisiana. Not Louisiana. L.A., Louisiana, California. (laughs) (laughs) Walter was born in September 1918 to Christine and Walter Sr. (gasps) He was a junior. He was a junior. Walt Jr. Ugh. Oh. Anybody watch Breaking Bad? Oh. Not you. Nope. <laughs> I just was going with it for yeah. the hype. I, I make an excellent hype, man. You do. <laughs> I was like, did she watch it? No, she didn't. <laughs> She's thinking. <laughs> Fucking liar. <laughs> All right. So Walter Sr. was actually an ex-con. Oh, okay. Who was going by the alias Collins instead of his other last name, Anson. But that's neither here nor there. He was like. I'm fucking Collins now, right? Mm -hmm. And he found Christine, and he was like, hey, baby. Come be a Collins with me. Yeah, let's go get married and stuff. And so she didn't really know about his past or whatever. He had hidden it from her, and he was trying (gasps) to live a normal life. Scandalous. But he wasn't trying that hard (laughs) because he ended up going back to prison for eight counts of armed robbery. Whoa, eight of them. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that was, like, from his before life. Yeah. Or is it, like, (laughs) after life? Or if it was, like, from this life where he's like, ah, I can't leave the life. Like, you can take the guy out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of the guy, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so he was serving time in Folsom State Prison. Oh, okay. Mm, you've heard the songs. I've heard about mm-hmm. them. So dad's out of the picture, and it's just mom and nine-year-old Walter Jr. All right. And then on March 10th, 1928, Christine gave Walter Jr. some money to go to the movies, hmm. but he never came back home. Uh-oh. Christine believed that his disappearance had something to do with her husband's fucking nefarious activities, Yeah, right? like somebody was out to get the family or some shit? Yeah, basically like, Ugh. I don't know, somebody that he wronged is out for revenge or whatever, right? Okay. So obviously she goes to the police and she's like, hey, find my kid. Yeah, I would like him back. Yeah, and Walter's disappearance made headlines across the country and everyone was super invested in finding this little boy, right? Okay. Okay, so the LAPD were getting hundreds of tips of sightings and following up on everything, mm-hmm. but nothing was panning out. Okay. And I guess there was some kind of corruption in the police force in itself that, like, kind of became known during this time. And so it was, like, pretty embarrassing. And then it was pretty embarrassing (laughs) that they couldn't find this little kid. Like, they're not doing so hot, right? I just love to imagine a bunch of cops sitting around in the cop yard like, oh, shucks. (laughs) All embarrassed. This is embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get Walt Jr. yet? No. (laughs) No. And so five months after... Walter had gone missing. Mm-hmm. He was found in DeKalb, <gasps> Illinois. Okay, alive. Yes. Okay. Okay. And Christine, the mom, was like, that's fucking excellent. Great. But also, I want proof. Like, send me a picture of this 
of my kid, basically, like, oh. I want proof that he's alive and all that, right? So they didn't, like, bring him back and, like, we present to you, Walt Jr. Well, I think that they didn't have the funds to or something. Because okay. I'll get to that in a second. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they were just like, no, trust us. We found him. Case yeah. closed. <laughs> right? Like, don't worry about it. He's going to be up here now. He lives in <laughs> Illinois now. Yeah. He has a new family. <laughs> it's the 1920s, oh you know? My God. People are like, it was like 1927 or 28. Yeah. So they were like, oh, you don't just travel across the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> so she was sending letters and pictures back and forth with her baby boy. And I guess she was convinced enough, and so she paid for him to be brought back to L.A. Oh, my God. Which is why I kind of thought maybe they didn't have the funds. Because, like, if you found him, why would you not just bring him immediately? Like, why did it have to be up to the mom to pay to bring him back? But they specifically said that she fucking paid to have him brought back. Which, like, what? Okay, so that tells me the cops didn't really find him. And they were just like, let's close this case. Hopefully she's dumb enough to not figure it out. (laughs) Well, (laughs) of course, the LAPD was like... Fuck yeah, another case closed, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, now we don't look so fucking bad in front of all these people, right? Hey, George, tally the mark on the board there. Yeah, case closed, boys. Another one sold. <laughs> Great work. Mm-hmm. This isn't embarrassing anymore. Nope. And so they were like, let's fucking pat ourselves on the back and we'll do this shit publicly. They wanted a public reunion of mother and son, Oh, right? my God. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, especially considering that it had taken them five months to find this kid, and mm-hmm. they didn't even really find him. Illinois yeah. was like, hey, I think I have this kid that you're missing. <laughs> Is <laughs> it? It was a one? national headline, Dang. you know? Yeah. So, Walter gets there, and he's like, yay, mom, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I don't know the details of this public reunion. Okay. But at some point, Christine was like, hey, Captain Jones, who's <laughs> the captain on her fucking case, right? Yeah. A couple of things. Quote questions. <laughs> Mostly just one thing. Okay. <laughs> this isn't my kid. But I knew it. <laughs> and Captain Jones said, quote, try him out for a couple weeks. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, maybe he'll turn into your kid? What? What? Yeah. Was the kid also like, yay, mom? And like, going oh, yeah. along? The kid was trying to sell it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why? (laughs) What the fuck is going on? So Christine was like, I mean, I guess. What? (laughs) Okay. So she takes her kid home. She takes her new kid. Yeah, Walter home. Yeah, (laughs) Walter 2.0. Walter 2.0 home. (laughs) Oh my god. But after three weeks, she was still like, yeah, man. It's still not. He's it's not, not my fucking kid. the last one. <laughs> yeah. last one would do is done it. I had to do the dishes. last one so many tricks. This <laughs> one doesn't know any of them. And so she went back to Captain Jones, and she told him as much, right? And she was like, even my friends all agree, this ain't my kid. What the fuck? <laughs> and also, I have these dental records proving that this isn't my kid. Well, she shouldn't have to do that. Well. Captain Jones was like, oh, shit, you must be insane. Oh. (gasps) And so he had her. You're experiencing one of the hysterias during Mm -hmm. the month, aren't you? He had her committed to a psychiatric (gasps) ward at a hospital. Stop. He had her held as a code 12, which (laughs) is for a person who is difficult or inconvenient. What? That's a thing. I will code 12 every (laughs) motherfucker in my life. I am always a code 12. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, man. Code 12 right here. (laughs) Okay, but I guess Captain Jones was like, all right, let me check this situation out for myself, right? Yeah. Maybe there's something to, you know. Maybe there's some credence to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something Um, going on here. mm -hmm. Maybe she's on to something. But, you know, you can't. Maybe she's not just being a code 12 inconvenience. (laughs) You can't just trust women with all their hormones. No. Their irrational thoughts. Like, can they identify their children? (laughs) Yeah. So he went to Walter Jr. and he questioned him himself. Yeah, I'd love to hear what Walter Jr. has to say about all this. Well, during the questioning, Walter Jr. admitted that he actually wasn't Walter Jr. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, ah, fuck, you got me. You got me. Ah, shit. He was 12-year-old, so a couple years older. Yeah, a little different. Arthur Hutchins Jr. Okay. Oh, another junior. Yeah. So he's where like, the fuck was Arthur Sr.? Mm, I don't know. Gone. <laughs> Gone. Not around right now. He lived in Illinois, where they had gotten him from, you know? Yeah. Where they were like, oh, we found him. <laughs> this one's ours. <laughs> yeah. Here, you can have him. And he was a runaway, and he had happened upon some other homeless person who told him, like, hey, you look like that missing kid. Oh. And so he was like, yeah, that's me. Well, then he happened to get arrested, and the cop was like, 
are you that missing kid? Oh, God. And at first he was like, nah. And then he was like, well, maybe. I mean, like, what kind of house is she living in? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, uh, this 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 lady has money, though? Yeah. Like, mm. all right. Mm. Yeah, it's me. It's totally me. So he, like, fucking doubled down on it. That's he, fucked. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to run with this. I'll just start a new life with this other kid's family. I just love the idea that he's like, hi, mom. And she's like, ah, oh, this one isn't mine. And he's like, yeah, mom, it's me. Yeah, let's Walk go junior. home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's the bathroom? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where do you uh, keep the uh, cups? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't know where anything is in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking suspicious. Mm -hmm. So apparently, a big motive to get out to L.A. was to meet his favorite actor, Tom Mix, who was an actor in, like, old Western movies. Okay, so he was going to make it big? No, he just wanted to meet the actor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, ah, that guy's my jam. For sure. (laughs) Which I guess was, like, new Western movies at the time, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Just now they're old Westerns. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what the—that would be, like, the equivalent of who now? Like, Mm. so out of touch with, like, Johnny Depp, I don't know, Brad Pitt. Yeah, all those seem kind of old, though. Well, I don't think the guy was, like, young. Maybe, like, he was, like, a, you know, just a famous actor. He's like, that guy's my jam. Gotcha. I'm with ya. Another motive to get out of Illinois was because his mom had died when he was oh. nine years old. And for whatever reason, he didn't like his stepmom. So he wanted to get away from her. Oh, that's sad. Mm-hmm. Either way, Arthur is not Walter. No. Yeah. So they let Christine out of the mental hospital. Oh, good. Ten days after they found out that Arthur wasn't Walter. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Assholes. Yeah. Mm. Men in charge. I don't yeah. know. Ugh. Paperwork? That sounds awful. Yeah, yeah, paperwork. Well, I mean, she's a code 12. Yeah, she is inconvenient. <laughs> she was probably, like, put on drugs, too, because if I were her, I'd be like, the fuck? Get me out of here. Right? I'd be unruly as shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you better put me on drugs. You want to see inconvenient, bitch? <laughs> I will make your life inconvenient. Yeah. So Christine was rightly pissed the fuck off, right? Uh, yeah. She's just been locked up in a psych ward for an additional 10 days, not to mention however long she was in there while they were questioning Arthur. Yeah. And so she sued Captain Jones Good. for $10,800. That seems reasonable for Which 10 is, days of your time. <laughs> it's roughly $160,000 in 2020 money. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. But apparently that didn't mean much to Captain Jones because he was just like, yeah, I'm not paying that. Like, she won the lawsuit, and then he was like, mm, no, not God, I wish I were a man back then. Fuck, right? <laughs> so much easier. I'm not going to deal with this woman. <laughs> Lock she her a, up. Uh, judge, did you hear that she was a Code 12? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's a woman. <laughs> God. So, meanwhile, in 1929, the next year, in British Columbia, mm-hmm. a man named Gordon Northcott... And his mom, Sarah Northcott, were arrested for murdering at (gasps) least four boys. Why? Possibly more. Okay. They were murdering these boys in the town of what was then known as Winneville, (laughs) which is now called Miraloma, which is east of L.A., like closer to Riverside, about an hour from L.A. So about an hour from where Walter Jr. went missing. Interesting. So they were close. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, the murders close. were committed close. Yeah. Okay. Close to uh, where Walter Jr. went missing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so they were waiting to be extradited to L.A. when Sarah was admitting to these murders with her son. Mm-hmm. And she also slipped that they had killed Walter Collins. Oh, shit. Wait, how old was her son? Did you mention that? I have not yet. Okay. But oh. he was 19 at the time. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Of course, Sarah immediately retracted her confessions. Yeah. But Christine had heard about it, and so she was like, I'm going to go meet with Gordon, and I'm going to sort this whole thing out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm asking myself, right? Yeah. Let's figure this out. I'm going to be a goddamn detective because Captain Jones here is a dick can't wad. do it. Right? Yeah. Okay. Go. So now you kind of get, like, a two-for-one deal here because this opened a whole other fucking can of worms that I'm going to tell you about. Ooh. <laughs> all right. Let's hear about it. Another, the, all the murdering? Yeah. So we were about to tell me? All the murdering. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And some mores, right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Gordon and Sarah are accused of what was known as the chicken coop murders. Oh. Might have heard of these I before. I have. But yeah. I actually don't know anything about it, so. Huh. Good. I saw them pop up as suggestions that we should cover the chicken coop murders. Yeah. And I, I never looked into it because I was like, I will save that. I will save that for later. Yeah. yeah. Actually, 
I did get it, partly from the listener recommendations that we had, but I Mm -hmm. didn't realize that it was from that until, because I was going for this Walter Collins story. I was just fucking diving into that, and then I was like, oh shit, this shit's connected to something else completely. Oh shit. But that was from Gloria. Gloria. Gloria Connor. So, I appreciate you, motherfucker. Well, thanks. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so, now, about Gordon. Okay, tell me about Gordon. And Sarah, kind of. And Sarah. Gordon was born in Canada and raised in British Columbia, but moved to L.A. with his parents in 1924 when he was 18-ish. Okay. So since he was 18, and this was 1924, he was essentially, like, a fucking adult. A man. Right? (laughs) Which I know you're supposed to be now, but back then it was, like, real. Like, yeah, you could bear babies. Yeah. Not bear them, but, like... You run the household now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so he convinced his dad to buy a plot of land for him. Oh. And he came up with a plan to build a chicken ranch on it to sell eggs or whatever. Oh. And they also built a house on the land. Mm -hmm. I guess his dad was a construction worker, so he's like, need a house? No problem. I got you, right? He's got it in good with dad. Land, houses, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I wish my dad was so generous. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Aww. So. (laughs) (laughs) So. Gordon, his dad, and Gordon's nephew, Sanford Clark, who had come from Canada to help, all Mm -hmm. built the shit together, right? Okay. And when they were done, Gordon convinced his nephew, Sanford, that he should come live on the chicken farm or whatever and work for him. Okay. When he moved down, however, it wasn't long before Gordon started beating him and sexually abusing him. Ew, no, not your cousin. Yeah. I mean, not anyone, but especially your cousin. Yeah. Sanford's sister back in Canada started to get suspicious about Sanford's, like, demeanor and shit. Mm -hmm. And she thought something was wrong, so she came down to visit him. Yeah, check it out herself. Mm Mm-hmm. And when she got there, she got Sanford to spill everything. Mm. And he said that he was scared for his life because Gordon and his mom, Sarah, had killed four other boys there. <gasps> no. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. Now, not never. Not now, not never. And so his sister was like, deuces, I'm out of here. And she went back to Canada. She takes Sanford with her? No. She's just like, oh, I'm out. That's <laughs> fucking rough. Well, she I couldn't get it take now. him. She, like, then they'd know that they knew, right? That she knew. Yeah, but then they'd be out of there. Well, but she talked to the American consul when she okay. was back in Canada. And she told them everything that she had learned. And then they got the LAPD to go to the ranch to get Sanford and arrest Gordon. Okay. Okay? That's so she, good. she did what she should have done. Yeah. Because if... If it was me, I'd be like, we should make a break for it, and then we'd both die. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. But when Gordon saw the fucking police or whatever coming up the driveway. Oh, God. He and his mom took off into the tree line and told Sanford that he had to stall the agents. Otherwise, he'd shoot him with a rifle from the trees. Oh, fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, and Sanford had apparently watched him kill these other kids, so he was, like, scared Terrified. out of his mind. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, nope, my, yeah, I'm going to fucking stall the shit out of these bitches. Oh you my just God. wait, right? That sucks. And so he was able to stall them for two hours while wow. Gordon got away until he was finally, like... Okay, they're long gone. I feel comfortable enough now to be like, hey, by the way, they ran that way. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, I'm pretty sure he's not still sitting there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, he should have fucking left by now, right? Yeah, yeah. So he told him they ran off that way, and the cops then took Sanford to safety, and they took a statement that basically outlined a routine where Gordon would kidnap young boys, keep them locked up in the chicken coop, and then molest and beat them. Jesus Christ. He said that Gordon's mom, Sarah, was present and would help her son. Why? Uh, That's sick. So I don't address it because I don't know if it was true or not, but I'll tell you because maybe it is. Okay, yeah, that's <laughs> what we're about here. Yeah, but I saw one account where she and Gordon had an incestuous relationship. No. So no. there was also... Accounts of during her trial, like she was fucking all over the place. But one thing that was consistent was that she was like, I would do anything for Gordon. Jesus Christ. So basically, I think that she was in love with her son, but also they were like, It's not my son though, because her husband raped their daughter, and that's how Gordon was born. So it's oh my God. totally what? not her son. What? It's, it's her grandkid. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's worse. <laughs> Grandma mommy. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So, 
I didn't, I don't know if any of that or whatever is true. So I was going to just leave it out. But you asked why. Wow. So maybe that's why. Maybe wow. she was in love with him. That who, took a turn. Who fucking knows? Okay. <laughs> okay. Poor kid. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have a fighting chance. No. And I don't know where dad was during all of this. Because, like, he helped fucking him. other grandkids or sisters. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. It's so weird. But he helped him build the whole place. And then was he just like, all right, I'm out of here. Yeah. You guys live here now. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he's probably like, my wife is fucking my grandkid. I got to get out of here. Uh, gross. No, it would have been his kid. Ah, uh, so confusing. <laughs> also grandkid. Also grandkid. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Mm-hmm. But it would have just been her grandkid. Yeah. Which at least not is kid. not. It's so fucking gross. I don't know, man. That's twisted. Mm-hmm. So then back to murdering. Yeah. Tell me about it. When Gordon was tired of having whatever boy he had with him, he would bring him into the incubation room under oh, the no. guise of letting them see the chicks being born. Oh, no. And then he would kill them with an axe. Ugh. Sanford said that he was forced to participate in killing some of the boys. Because Sarah, the mom, basically said that they needed to take turns hitting them so that they would all be equally guilty. Oh, God. That's some fucked up weird shit. Oh, yeah. Like blood-packed motherfucking... Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Also, just to add on to the whole incest thing, Mm -hmm. he's molesting his nephew. Sanford is his nephew. So that's also incest. Yeah. It's not not far-fetched to believe that maybe he was doing his mom-grandma. grandma No, not far-fetched at all. I believe it. Grandma-ma. I believe it. (laughs) Grandma-ma. For sure. Yeah. That's where that came from. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gross. Okay, so Sanford was also forced to help in getting rid of the bodies. Mm. Gordon made him use quicklime to speed up decomposition. Yeah. In particular, there was one young boy who was actually never identified past being, quote, a Mexican national. Okay. That Sanford said he was forced by Gordon to burn his head and then crush his skull. Ugh. Gordon then left the boy's body by the side of the road in La Puente, which was about 40 minutes away because he said he had nowhere else to put it. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. That's weird. I just... I had nowhere else Super to put rude. it. That's like a coffee table. Yeah. I put it outside because I had nowhere else to put it. Like, Somebody will take it. What? <laughs> put free on it. Yeah. Ugh. So horrible. Oh, God. So then on the property, Sanford was able to lead police to three shallow graves. Oh, no. But inside the graves were only small parts of three bodies. There were no actual bodies. Was it because of the lime? Like it was no. breaking him up? Okay. Sanford said that on August 4th, which was a few weeks prior, Gordon and his mom, Sarah, had dug up the bodies and taken them somewhere else. What the fuck? He assumed to burn them. Yeah. But why? Did they know someone was coming? No. They I were just like, so. I have an idea. They were probably just like, this is really... Because they were up. all buried around the chicken coop. Mm. So maybe they're like, where? I don't know. They put the boy, the Mexican boy, out on the side of the road because they had nowhere else to put him. Maybe they're like, this is really getting out of hand. This we gotta shit get this is shit piling out up. <sighs> yeah. We got a clean house. Yeah. So oh, maybe, God. I don't know. Oh, man. So police also found axes and tools with human hair and blood on oh, them. Oh, Lord. They found a library book that had been checked out to... One of the Winslow brothers, who I'll tell you about in a little bit. Oh, my God. I love that this is another story where, like, library cards or books or whatever are identifying people. (laughs) It's crazy. There were letters written to their parents. There were kids' toys and a bunch of Boy Scout badges. Oh, God. So, shit that shouldn't be at a chicken ranch. No. So, back to the bits of body pieces in the shallow graves. Yeah. Tell me about it. Because... After they start decomposing, I guess it's pretty hard to get everything out of a dirt hole. Yeah, it's probably all kind of like just dropping off and falling apart. Yeah. So what the police found was small bones and blood, basically. Yeah. These small pieces were able to identify two brothers, Lewis and Nelson Winslow, Mm -hmm. who were 12 and 10 years old. They had been abducted on May 16th, 1928 from Pomona, California. Oh, God. When they were on their way home from a yacht club meeting. Oh, well, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yacht fancy. club meeting. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah. Mm, yes, mommy. I just want to go to the yacht club meeting. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. It was like sailing club. I don't know. Lucky. I know, right? Well, not really. 
Mm. Not in this case. No. Side note, when their dad found out that Gordon was responsible for his son's deaths, he got together what was essentially a lynch mob. Whoa. And he marched them down to the jail where Gordon was being held with the intent to beat and hang him. Yeah, I would do the same. Yeah, I would too. (laughs) But the police were like, hey, man. You can't do that. I'm sorry. You can't do that. Yeah. You got to go, right? Yeah, yeah. And they convinced him to leave. Oh, man. That's fucking heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So here's where it gets iffy. Okay. I found one article that said that they were able to also identify Walter Collins through those body pieces. Okay. But in other articles, and more often, it didn't mention that at all. And, like, Hmm. said basically that they had no physical evidence to identify Walter Collins at all, but that they were relying on Gordon and Sarah's confessions. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So, as I mentioned earlier, Christine went to talk to Gordon herself. Yeah. How'd that turn out? When she talked to him the first time, she caught him in lies, and he confessed to killing Walter and then would recant it. Oh, God. And basically just talking her through a giant goose chase. Yeah. Like, not a fucking... A giant goose chase? A huge, huge goose. <laughs> the biggest goose the you've ever seen. Biggest goose. He and wasn't wild, though. No. He was domestic. He was a domestic <laughs> giant goose. <laughs> he was an international <laughs> giant goose. Okay. Okay. And when she came out of meeting with him, she decided that he was insane and that he most likely didn't have anything to do with the disappearance of her son. Oh, no. So she was holding on to the hope that he was still alive. Oh, this poor woman. Oh, my God. It's horrible. Okay. So Gordon was charged with three murders, the two brothers and the unidentified Mexican boy, Mm -hmm. and he was sentenced to death. Okay. And Sarah was given life in prison. Okay. Sarah was actually charged with Walter Collins' death. Interesting. Only. Wow. Yeah. Because she confessed? Because she confessed to it. And they she were like, said, we'll that take it. She said, you know how I said that they all had to hit him so yeah. that they'd all be equally guilty? I guess she admitted that she did the final blow on Walter. How would you know that? Are you a doctor? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. But that's what she got. That's interesting. And she was given life in prison. That's interesting. Talk about, like, no real closure. Oh, my God. Seriously. Like, someone has been charged with the murder of your kid, but you don't believe that they actually killed him. And you don't have any evidence. And there's no evidence. Maybe. We don't really know for sure. (laughs) So, right before Gordon was going to be executed, he sent a letter to Christine that said that he had lied when he denied killing Walter. Mm. And that if she came to meet with him, he would tell her everything. What? Okay. Yeah. Let's hear it. Did she meet with him? Of course. Okay, good. She was like, fuck yeah, all right. Like, tell me about it. Let's do this, right? So yeah. she went down there. Okay. And when she got there, he refused to see her, <gasps> saying, I don't want to see you. I don't know anything about it. I'm innocent. Oh, fuck that asshole. And then he was hanged a couple hours later. Okay, well, good. And that's fucking it. Good riddance. What? Like, that's fucking <laughs> What an insane. asshole. Yeah, what an asshole. I wonder if he really did kill him. I don't know. And there's no evidence. But also, Sanford, the nephew who was telling everybody about all this, he didn't mention Walter at all. He was going to ask, like, did he recognize him? Or, like, could he help identify the boys? He identified, I believe, Lewis and Nelson. Mm -hmm. And he said that there was a Mexican boy. But he also said that there were four boys that had been killed there. Yeah. So that's only three. So Hmm. I don't know. But he never identified Walter as being one of the people. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. This poor woman. Side note on it. Yeah. There was another little boy and his family that came forward fucking years later in 1935. And they were like, yo, our boy went missing seven years ago. Back when all that was happening. Yeah. And he said that he was there or whatever. And also he escaped. But then nothing was ever said about it or, like, done about it because Sanford never mentioned a boy escaping. So they're putting a lot of credence into what Sanford was So that family is saying that their little boy escaped. Yeah. And they have him back. What? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Wow. I wonder if that little boy could confirm. Like, did he see anything else? Right. Like, was anyone else there at the time? What the fuck? But they just wanted to, like, tally it. Like, no, she confessed to it, so we don't need to look into it anymore. Basically. a body. Yeah. But also, the LAPD was having this problem of corruption. So then they were just like, fuck yeah, we solved the case. It's over. It's done. Like, don't worry about it. We didn't fuck this up. Don't look over there. Oh, my God. That's so fucked up. Right? Wow. Also, I guess there was a movie made about it in 2008. It was Mm -hmm. kind of centered around Walter Collins and his mom, Christine. Mm -hmm. Angelina Jolie plays Christine. 
It's called Changeling. I was like, what's it called? Changeling. I never watched it, but me it either. popped up on shit for me to watch a couple times, and I was like, hmm. Later, Gator. Yeah, but you now watch I'm it like, now? oh shit, I gotta watch it. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, crazy. Well, now it's not on any of the fucking streaming shit that I have, so I'll <laughs> figure out how to watch it. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's so fucked up. That poor, whatever happened with his dad? Was the dad just The like, dad was in prison. Yeah, but like, was his dad oh, like, oh, no, we had a tie to those fucking crazy chicken coop people? Or was he just like, nah, I don't know, and it was just like all fucking happenstance or... The dad in prison? Yeah. Walter's Walt's dad? dad. Walt no. Sr. No, I don't think he had any kind of connection uh, connection to them. I think it was just a random, like, wow. they were kidnapping boys, and he happened to be out that night. And, oh, yeah. that sucks. Yeah. Poor kid. Isn't that awful? <sighs> so you're it. welcome. I hate it. When you were, like, talking about little boys and they were nine, I was like, I'm going to fucking hate this story. Mm-hmm. I'll hate it more in, like, I don't know, seven years. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? When our kids are that age. Mm-hmm. When just at the age when you think, like, it's safe. Like, yeah, go do this on your own. No, old not. enough. <laughs> well, kids, too. No, no, no. When they're nine. Oh, oh, like, oh, Like, in oh. your head, you think nine is the safe age. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you can go to 7-Eleven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, go Fuck fucking that. ride your scooter with your friends around the street or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't talk helmet. to strangers. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Later. Ugh, it's terrifying. Oh, that's but, sad. Yeah, that's my story. Well, and thanks. Hope you liked it. I did. All right. Okay, so before we do our closing, you have to tell me your fucking 100th episode idea. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was thinking that we do a giveaway. (gasps) Ooh. Mm. I love it. Okay, what do you want to give away? I don't. The shed? (laughs) (laughs) You want a shed. (laughs) I don't know how you're going to get it. Yeah, right? Uh, Disassemble it yourself. (laughs) Yeah, figure it out. I don't know what we should give away yet, but I feel like we should do something I don't know, make a little fucking care package or whatever. Oh, my God, I love it. And then, will you put one of your crocheted animals inside of the care package? Of course I will. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. I will crochet. I will hand crochet a fucking, I don't know, one-of-a-kind item that will be wonky as fuck, but it might be kind of cool. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and I'll put that shit in there. Okay. Yeah. What else should go in the care package? I don't know, like a T-shirt. I love it. Yeah. Maybe what kind they of t-shirt? A, a fucking ISGD t-shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I forgot we have those. <laughs> you know, some yeah. of our merch and shit. I don't know. Maybe like a koozie. We'll okay. find some shit. We'll just throw together a fucking package. Of all of our favorite things. Of all of our favorite things. And then. Because that's what everybody else wants in this world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, why do I have a thousand beer salts? Because <laughs> that's what we like, damn it. Yeah. Get it together. <laughs> I don't know how we should go about. Um, giving it away, people into this giveaway. <laughs> but, okay, but we'll we'll hash out the deets. Okay, okay. so we, we talked chatted. about it. <laughs> <laughs> we had a conversation and we came up with a game plan. Yeah, we fucking hashed out the deets mm-hmm. and decided that we'll let you guys know in this episode. Yep. Here's the thing. Yeah, tell so, us the thing. We want to do our hundredth episode for Twitch. Uh-huh. We want to record that on the thirty first. Yes. Of this month. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Of July. Okay. So now that is out on this fucking podcast. We're sticking to it. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. It'll be on the 31st of July. Fucking join us on Twitch. We like, are at ISGD Podcast. Follow that shit. We will give you a time soon. But it'll probably be 8 p.m. San Diego time. <laughs> probably because we have children and we still have to do bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> but we picked a Friday. Yeah. So that... People could stay up late if they wanted to. Yeah, and also we can too. Yep. Okay, so for the giveaway, if you want to be fucking considered in the fucking giveaway raffle, I don't know how we're going to raffle it, but we'll have it all fucking sorted out then. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you need to do is we're going to do the same thing that we did with the fucking... At the beginning great. of this podcast. Yeah. Where we're just going to fucking try to get you guys to whore us out on putting out some reviews so (laughs) if you leave a review for our podcast i don't care what platform like i like itunes because if you get a lot of them then we fucking show up on some charts Mm -hmm. but also i just want people to know and i know that all of you guys are already whoring us out but if you leave a review on any platform whatever the fuck you want to do i don't care if it's facebook reddit twitter whatever just screenshot it that you were like, yo, we recommend these people. Yep. And shoot us an email with that screenshot, and we'll consider you. 
Also, if you've already, we will less- consider you in the drawing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll consider. We'll consider you. We're not gonna like I don't know take anything into account. We'll just be like, cool, fucking Johnny's in. <laughs> Put the name in the bucket. Yeah, you're right. And then if you've already done that, if you've already left us an iTunes review or a review on whatever the fuck it is you listen on, go ahead and screenshot that and send it to us, and we'll also enter you in for this fucking raffle. Mm-hmm. Because I- I'm afraid if we do like. Whatever. If we just look at iTunes and pick a random one, then it might be somebody who doesn't listen anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, how will we get in contact with you guys? So let's try that. <laughs> yeah. I think it'll work. Uh, leave a review. If you've already left one, I'm pretty sure you can't leave fucking two. So yeah. then yeah. just screenshot your old one. Send that shit in an email. That'll go somewhere into our life. Yeah. And we'll enter you into a fucking bucket or a hat. or Can a you tell how fucking official this is? ass. <laughs> Super official. We just came up with it right now. Yeah. This is how we're celebrating the 100th episode, by giving you something. Yeah. A bucket of shit. We're going to give you shit? a whole bunch of shit in a bucket, but yeah. it'll probably be... In a box. Material shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. It's totally worth it. So... Please go horse out. Leave yep. us reviews on whatever platform you listen on. Tell your friends. Tell your friends' friends. Take screenshots. Show it to us so that we know you're not liars. And and also <laughs> we know to put you in the fucking bucket. Yeah. And we'll put, you, we'll put your name in the bucket and we'll stir that shit up on Twitch. Yep. And then on the 31st on Twitch, we'll pull that shit live. And then mm-hmm. we'll be like, what? It'll be like fucking, I don't know. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> B12. Yeah. <laughs> B9. Will you be mine? B9. Hey, yo. Get it, girl. (laughs) Brandon played a lot of bingo in his day. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Anyway, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Fucking. Sorry for the shit show. Figure it out. We're excited. Yeah. Love you. Yeah. (laughs) End of splice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think that's like the most fucking fun idea you've ever had. And then somebody is going to get this box and be like, this is lame. Why is there silly string in here? Oh, I love it. So, if you want to see pictures pertaining to this case that I just told you, mm-hmm. go to isgdpodcast.com. <laughs> uh-huh. There are also links to the Patreon and the merch, and we just released a Patreon last week. Yeah, so we did. check that shit out. Please and thank you. It's only a dollar. Mm-hmm. And if you want to email us any love letters, hate mail, or case suggestions, mm-hmm. it's isgdpodcast at gmail.com. Yep, yep, yep. If you want to get in touch on social media, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at isgdpodcast. Come join the Facebook group, the goddamn pod group. It's fun as shit. Mm-hmm. She ain't lying. If you want to send some snail mail... Send it to P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Subscribe, rate, and review. Do some shit. Tell your friends. Tell your friends' friends. Please and thank you. We appreciate you. Is that it? I think that's it. Bye. Later. And if you're all caught up on our podcast, stay tuned for a promo from True Crime Horror Story. I am your host, J.D. Horror, and this is True Crime Horror Story. A true crime podcast designed like an anthology horror movie. It's definitely not for the faint of heart and never played for laughs. Listener discretion is strongly advised. In seasons one and two, we highlighted both notorious and obscure incidents of real-life murder. From world-famous psychopaths like the Toolbox Killers and the Night Stalker Richard Ramirez to lesser-known evils that you may not have heard of but have effects just as catastrophic for the victims and their families. Season 3 is coming soon, so subscribe now wherever podcasts can be consumed. And check out our website at www.truecrimehorrorstory.com. True Crime Horror Story. Sometimes truth is more brutal than fiction.